the Beacon Drive-In Studios in Spartanburg, South Carolina. Fox Sports 1498.3 FM presents Start Your Engine. 20 years of trying, 20 years of frustration. Dale Earnhardt will come to the caution flag to win the Daytona 500. Here is your racing team for today. Show producer Ronnie Black. Local action from winning car builder and owner Alan Hill. Track reporter and racing insider Nelson Crozier. Former NASCAR team manager and author Greg Moore. Now, here's your host for Start Your Engines, racing historian and author, Perry Allen Wood. Gentlemen, start your engines! Good morning and welcome to Start Your Engines on Fox Sports Spartanburg. 1400 AM, 98.3 FM, and around the world on the Listen In app. And uh, I think that opening's starting to grow on me a little bit. <laughs> Just yep. a little bit. How you doing this morning, Alan? Doing good. Pretty day out there today. It's a nice one. Supposed to get up to 86 degrees. How about you, Greg? How you doing over there? Well, love the weather. Just tickled to be here, and, and we got some good uh, superstar to talk to. And uh, we got something to talk about. Mainly the schedule. And that's why we were off the air for so long. We didn't have anything to talk about, but it's it's ramping up now. And I um, want to say good morning to Ronnie Black. Ronnie's not joining us uh, today or for the foreseeable future, but he's listening. And he's always welcome to call in and contribute when he wants to. Well, you, you said we had a superstar. Who, who are you talking about there, Greg? Who we got today? Well, believe it or not, we got Daryl Walter. Now, a lot of people... Because of all the things going on, the confusion with the schedule, uh, well, I'll be quite honest with you. Our 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 blue book with the phone numbers, I left in the car, and I got all these posties. And uh, anyway, I I didn't drop the ball. We hit a home run. No, you didn't. But we did. This was kind of unusual, well, Greg. Uh, we wanted to have somebody on from Charlotte uh, Motor Speedway to talk about what they've got going on next weekend with the 600 and everything. And they just didn't answer the phone this week. And you got some good numbers for them. So, uh, but maybe we can get them next week. I believe so. Uh, I don't know if they're just taking the day off, but I, I went around all kind of vineyards. And I guess, you know, if they ain't no racing, you know, it's just like us. There ain't nothing to talk about. So... It's like Mike Elton told us the week, or we told Barry told Mike and everything. Said so we'll we'll come back when y'all come back. Well, do you think Bruton might be like Mister Thart out there weed eating? <laughs> I can't I can't see Bruton's weed eating. He might have his boy out there. I don't think he's <laughs> out there. He may be eating something. Yeah, but uh, I don't think he's weed eating. Uh, Alan, how's the local scene going? They ran some, and we'll have Alan's uh, recap uh, in the next hour, but. Uh, Yep. ramping up around here too oh, yeah we're getting all our dirt tracks racing going we're going to have a lot of action this weekend around locally uh we got harris we got cherokee we got Travers rest and uh since they ain't really uh fighting over fans now all three racetracks are going to be running tonight but they should be fighting over drivers right well everybody's got a car you know don't get me wrong car race cars come out of the woodwork this time of year <laughs> <laughs> well uh, that's instant point that the uh, there's no fighting over fans. That's the best way to put it. But uh, 
Are there that many drivers to support three tracks? I mean, they, they're not all running on the same well, days, are they, or the same yep. nights? We all racing on the same night, but we got so many different divisions now. They all talk to tracks to talk to each other, and then like uh, tonight, we uh, last week at Travers Rest, they had Mid East Street stocks over there. So tonight, they are actually going to move over to Cherokee Speedway, I think. And uh, from what I see about the schedule, so you got. You got so many different divisions that one night you got 602s going to Harris, then you might have them next Saturday night going to Cherokee Speedway. So it's a totally different series. Talked to Lance Wright. They was uh, packing up Thursday morning, was headed to Missouri if they didn't call it off. He said if they call it off, they was going to pack up Thursday evening and go to Mississippi. So, you know, you you got places you can go race at. Well, that's... That's encouraging to hear. I hope we're opening back up. Uh, I thought that was a very unusual show I saw. When was that? Thursday night on uh, uh, FS1, the uh, the NASCAR show. I don't know exactly the name of it, but they they had a show on there about 6 o'clock, I guess it was, 5.30, where they drew for starting positions for the race at Darlington coming up um, tomorrow afternoon. And they drew, they divided the field into two groups of 20 uh they had the the bottom 20 guys uh like 21 through 40 in the standings they had a a separate drawing for them and the guy stood there and it was kind of a tedious thing to watch because of the delay you know there's there's just a delay between the guy that's on camera talking to another guy you know on skype you know on the other end of it and it's uh, there's just a lot of lag time there, and I don't know if they'll ever be able to do anything about that. But anyway, he would uh, say, "Who's next?" and uh, and the guy about ten seconds later would draw the number and say, uh, um, "Actually, the way they would do it, they would say uh, Adam Alexander, the host, would say, "All right, we're drawing now for um, Joey Gaze. Where's Joey start?" and the guy would twirl the balls around and one would fall out and, and roll down and he'd pick it up and say uh joey hey joey gaze will be starting 25th and yeah and they so they went like that i didn't watch the whole thing i couldn't invest that much time in it because it was slow going but um when it all shook out at the end of the day and they did the top 20 and the standings ron keselowski is the pole sitter and um you've got a couple of other interesting things in there with um, Matt Kenseth, who took over for um, Kyle Larson. I wonder if he's had any practice at all. I mean, he's going to head off into the first turn at Darlington. And, I mean, when was the last time he was in a race car? You know, I have no idea. He's, he, he raced a little bit, what, a couple of years ago? But uh, looking here at the lineup, he's starting 12th. So. And then another one, um, Ryan Newman who actually only missed a couple of races, I guess, maybe three races after his horrible uh, Daytona crash. Uh, he's starting 21st in his first race back. So even the way it was going to be with nobody having any practice uh, going into the first turn, these two guys haven't had any practice that I know of. And I don't think sitting there looking at a TV screen on a simulator is quite the same. 
Well, I think Mike Kenseth's got a lot of experience, so I don't think he's going to really mess up getting down there in the first turn. No, we'll find out uh, about 3.30 tomorrow. About 3.30 tomorrow, kind of like it. Uh, weather's going to be hot down there in Darlington. Track's going to get slick, so after about that first 30 laps there, when everybody, it's going to show what kind of driver you actually got that can come in there and tell them crew chiefs what they need done to the race car. That's kinda that, like, that's that like chemistry. Yeah. Kind of like Kyle Busch. Kyle Busch can sit here and talk to his crew chief. Hey, you heard him in the truck series tell him it's a little slow coming off four. Let's do a little bit of this, and it might not hurt it getting in the first turn. So uh, tomorrow you're gonna see uh, you're gonna see what I call cream come to the top. You really are. And uh, Larry Reynolds returned her call. And uh, who? Larry Mack. Oh, okay. And he said he's gonna be so busy. He, but he said, as soon as they get a break, he wants to come on the show. I mean, he always does. All these people are very nice to us. And uh, But like he said, we was talking about the simulator thing. Well, I got one kind of going, just, just out of curiosity, a friend of my, ours, uh, Larry Burrow, he, uh, he, he flew with one because when Hayes mowed him, you know. But like Larry Mack said, he said, you're going to find out there's a whole lot of difference between it being real and the animation. Uh, well, I would think the, centrifugal force would have a little bit to do with that. That'd have, that'd have a lot, you know. But a lot of these drivers uh, like them, and I guess it helps them hit their marks and stuff. Greg, let me ask you this. Um, I mean, they're going to have a um, competition caution at 30 laps tomorrow. And who knows what those mechanics and crews are going to find, uh, you know, if if they missed it by a mile or, or they're right on the money. and uh, But that's going to be, uh, that's got to be kind of a, a sticky situation when those guys come in after the first 30 laps and there's no telling what they're going to tell the crew chiefs that they need done to the car. Yeah, yeah those, those are confusing deals. And that, that kind of stuff's happened with rainouts. In uh, a competition, yellow, uh, you know, main concern is, is like the word about tires stuff like that driver safety but it's the communication between a driver and the crew chief and how well they prepared the car but the, the driver's driving it and he knows what's going on and it's it's if it's loose it's this that or whatever and uh it's gonna be interesting i it, think I mean, a lot of people watch it tomorrow it's gonna be real interesting to just see how close they can hit it the first time you know, like uh, some guy may sit there uh, and, uh, oh, and, and and when they come in on this competition caution, first 20 cars, is that what you were going to say? First 20 cars come in first and then a lap later the next 20. Yeah, and I think I think whoever comes off pit road, even though they may come off first, they still have to go back to their original position whenever they come in on pit road. So don't get me wrong. I don't know how long they're going to give them on pit road or whatever. I don't know if they, they might come in there and say, hey, we're going to give you three minutes to make what kind of changes you want to make on this car? No, I didn't know that. But they, uh, they're going to have to go back out in the I, position they came I, in. I think they're going to have to go back out in the position they come in. That's I tell you what, I, this kind of reminds me of you when that when that fella got killed, Greg, at, at Atlanta that year. When uh, who was it? Um, I can't remember who it was. Now Ricky Rudd, one of his uh, crewmen, uh, one of his car, his car slid into uh, Elliott's car, right, Elliot. and, and killed that right rear tire. Right. But remember, when they came back the next season at Daytona, and I was there back when I used to go to Daytona, they had these odd and even stickers or something on the car, 
and you came in uh, depending on what sticker you had on your car. They didn't let them all put it one time yet, and uh, that didn't last too long, and it wasn't very popular, but this kind of reminds me of that, splitting up the field to make pit stops. Well, yeah, Perry, you're exactly right. They, they, y'all were racing back in those days. Yeah, and I think part of that deal was with, uh, trying to save on tires. If I'm not mistaken, you had to, and there was different ideas, and uh, there's trying to keep people from getting hurt on pit road. And, and I tell you, NASCAR steps up and does a pretty good job, but they're human beings. They, they make mistakes, and like I say, it's going to be interesting It's, it's with all the, the things going on. I think what's neat, uh, I think Daryl was with Trump, the president, uh, when they flew in, and, and I, I thought that was cool. And uh, you're talking about for this year's Daytona race, yeah. Okay, I didn't know that, I, I didn't know it either. And, and uh, that's what I was told. And you couldn't have got a better person, you know. Well, we can ask him in about five minutes. <laughs> we got about five minutes, we can ask him. Well, you know, Darlington at one time, Darlington had a front straight pits and a rear backstretch pits, but now that they've have changed it around a little bit, I think they can all get on pit road. Pretty much, it's all one pit road now. And uh, but uh, if you used to qualify good, you got on the front straightaway. If you qualified bad, you got on the back straightaway. And don't get me wrong, when you got out, when you had most of your good cars that chose on the front straightaway, ever so often you would have a good car that would choose the back straightaway because that way he got to pit by himself. And we talked about that a little bit last week. And but I think because I listened to the shows again, and I, I sort of spoke. Uh, out of, I won't say out of turn, but I, I mentioned something about that, but I didn't say what track I was talking about. But that's what I said was Bud Moore told me, and I, I was talking about Darlington when they pitted on the back stretch, that that uh, the first and second turn is narrower, uh, the the radius of the turn because of that fish pond they had to build the track around, than the third and fourth turns. Of course, it's flip flop now, but anyway. Um, and Bud Moore told me that he used to like to. No matter where he qualified, him and Smokey Eunuch like to be on the backstretch because of the narrow radius of the turn. It sort of threw you into the pits where uh, coming off that fourth turn at Darlington in the old days, it was sandy and gritty and uh, kind of hard to hit your mark and, and, and come in there without spinning out. So uh, I wanted to clarify that because I didn't do too good a job of it last week. Yeah, you know, that, that, that's, that, that's correct. And uh, we... Used to always do that, Martinsville. Now, lots of times we didn't, you know, we're running a Ford and that small block Chevrolet is hard to outrun. And lots of times we didn't qualify, we had to start on the back straight. But even if we qualified good, we'd get out of the back straightaway. And if your pit crew was fast enough, just like, you know, Bear Walton Jr. Johnson fast enough, we had a super good pit crew. Sitting on the back stretch was kind of a little bit of a trick. And Gathaway caught on to it, and he come up dead. He said, look, I done figured out what y'all doing. You're going to be up here where I can see you. <laughs> so uh, it, it, everybody tries to twist things and, and, and get a competitive edge. And uh, if, it's not, if it's not real competition, it's supposed to be just like a football game, anything else. And that dog eat dog, you got to look after yourself. That's racing. Now, I wonder how much they're going to have of uh – pushing the envelope towards uh, if there's any gray areas left to push it into uh, because from what I understand, they're not going to have a whole lot of inspection. I mean, I think they're going to have like one maybe before the cars go out there, but they're not going to, you know, spend, from what I understand, maybe Daryl can tell us more, 
a whole lot of time inspecting the cars, and that ought to that ought to give some imaginative people a little uh, uh, chance to to get an advantage. Well, that's, that's, that's what you call racing. Well, you I, know, I mean, at, that part's better. You know, at, <laughs> at one time, everybody used to choose first pit stall, second pit stall, third pit stall, then the openings and stuff. And then the champion got that and first Yes, and champion always got the first. And nowadays, you see the first pit stall taken. The next qualifier chooses the first stall coming in off of pit road. That's because of pit road speed. You know, now that you have to get down to pit road speed before you get to that yellow line, pit road is kind of first and last of getting in and getting out. Whereas used to, we used to hit pit road, used to hit it wide open. So now you come down pit road wide open. And you can get wait till you get halfway to start slowing your car down. But now everybody's got to get pit road at 55 mile an hour. So now there's really no advantage to it in a way. Yeah, yeah that, there's not. And NASCAR tries real hard. But like I say, they're human beings. And I, I'm not Perry. I, I, I've been watching the internet a little bit more. Uh, you know, about the history and uh, Darrell Waldrop and all that stuff. And we're going we're gonna to try to get a hold of him and uh, he, he can tell us a whole lot more about it well let's have a first commercial break here and we'll come back and get a hold of him i hope and um uh get this second season or this is almost like a brand new season it's kind of hard to believe that we've already had four or five races i'm about to look and see how many we've had but uh let's take a break you're listening to start your engines on fox sports spartanburg and we'll come back and talk to daryl walter you're listening to start your engines Want to talk racing with the guys? Call the Sign Force Hotline now at 864 468 1400. Start your engine returns in a moment on Fox Sports 1400 and 98.3 FM. When John B. White Sr. opened the Beacon Drive-In in 1946, he probably couldn't have imagined email, the internet, or heck, even Morgan Square having a fountain. But I'll bet you Mr. White always envisioned the Beacon offering great food and tremendous service. And now, 70 years later, that tradition continues. You can't count on everything, but Spartanburg has always counted on the Beacon Drive-In for 70 years. That's decades of plenty. The Beacon, where the food is always good since 1946. Speedy Lube in Inman says to save time is to lengthen life for you and your car. Let Speedy Lube, Asheville Highway in Inman, lengthen the life and performance of your vehicle. Speedy Lube offers professional ASE certified mechanical service for your car. Be it an oil change, AC work, tires, brakes, front end, or any type of major or minor repair. Trust Speedy Lube in Inman. Open weekdays from 8 till 6. For fast, fair, and friendly service, visit Speedy Lube, Asheville Highway in Inman. Now say this out loud as you're driving around in your car. Fox Sports 1400 has Dan Patrick and Colin Cowherd back to back. Dan Patrick at 9, Colin Cowherd at noon. You hit the nail on the head. This is Spartanburg's Fox Sports 1400. Now on FM at 98.3. Get ready for a slam dunk during the Nissan Now Sales event at Greer Nissan. It's Markdown Madness, and you'll score big with huge savings and low payments on all your favorite Nissan models. Get in the zone in an all-new 2020 Nissan Citra for only $129 per month. Take your pick. You can drive a 2020 Nissan Altima or Rogue for only $199 per month. Or score a new Titan pickup and save up to 30% off. Get big savings.
Chase on our large selection of used vehicles, too. And if you need credit, come and get it. Vince those high payments and slim dunk on savings during the Nissan Now sales event at Greer Nissan today. Low prices, big selection, and committed to quality customer service. Come see us on Wade Hampton Boulevard or shop online at GreerNissan.com. Call 864-479-1197 for more details. Are you sick of all the cookie-cutter, boring barbershops? If so, you need to visit the Ironspur Barber Company in Hillcrest Shopping Center. At the Ironspur Barber Company, professionalism and customer service is their top priority. Owner A.J. West makes sure that every customer gets exactly the haircut they want when they sit in his chair. So if you want to get your hair cut like you like it and in a fun, man-cave-like environment, then give A.J. a call at 864-466-5289. The Ironspur Barber Company offers military and first responder discounts, and everyone is always welcome, even Clemson fans. First-time visitors mention this ad and get $5 off. Call for an appointment today at 466-5289. This is Derek Scott, the voice of the Gamecocks, and you're listening to Spartanburg's home for South Carolina sports. Fox Sports 1400, now on FM 98.3. Welcome back to uh, Start Your Engines. We're having a little trouble getting a hold of Daryl Walter. He called, or I called him, and uh, his phone was breaking up so bad I couldn't even get with about every third syllable, so... uh, well, Alan, why don't you take a, take us through some of the local stuff here and let me keep trying to get Daryl. Okay. Uh, last week at Cherokee Speedway, we had a little bit of racing going on over there. We had the 602 late models. First place went to Jacob Brown. Second place went to Austin Mintz. Third place went to John Reggio. Stock four division. First place went to the lady driver, Braden Pruitt. Good seeing her return to this. They call this stock four, but this is anything but stock four. If you was to hear these stock four motors down there on Pitt Road, they really do sound good. Second place in that division went to Austin Brown. Austin Brown, we've had him on the show here. He's one of our young gun drivers that moved up this year to the stock four division. Uh, matter of fact, he finished second in this division. Third went to Cody Ursery. And fifth place went to Tack Brown. Super straight. First place went to Brad Williams. Second place went to Steve Thurgrove. Third place went to Dennis Williams. In Thunder Bomber Division, first place went to Brandon Satterfield. Second place went to Daniel Massey. Third place went to Preston Dimsdale. Extreme Four, first place went to Travis Langford. Second place went to Roger Terry. Third place went to Jonathan Surratt. That's the lo- local results there at Cherokee Speedway last week, and I uh, think we got. Uh, I think we got Daryl Walter here. Let me uh, okay. let me see if this will work. Are you with us, Daryl? I'm with you now, buddy. Okay, I'm sorry. I was uh, up there in those mountainous uh, lake cabins. I guess that's where you're calling from, or I was calling you at. Yeah, no. I'm, I'm, when you're at the lake, we're up here at Center Hill Lake, and. We're kind of out in the woods, and it's it, it, the cell phone. If I hold it over here and I hold my mouth right and I pick my shirt up, you know, it might work. But uh, anyway, I, I got you now. I'm on landline. Darrell, we can't thank enough for coming on the show. And uh, like I say, electronics sometimes let us down, and but uh, you're coming in loud and clear. You know, the thing we want to ask, with all the confusion, what what's your We had a, a schedule of this, that, and whatever, but... This deal here, uh, NASCAR is good about trying to do what they're doing, but it kind of makes it rough on us trying to announce things. 
And uh, what's your opinion? Well, first of all, I'm glad I don't have to go to Darlington tomorrow and hop in my car and drop the green flag and go racing because that place is, of all the tracks that we probably go to, that track more than any other, you need to get out there and kind of find your rhythm and and figure out the track. Uh, Anytime you first go out on that racetrack, it's in the sand hills, it's sandy, and the track's dirty. And So I don't know, there's a lot of obstacles that the teams are going to have to overcome tomorrow uh, with no practice, no qualifying, just get in the car and go race. That's going to be interesting to see how that turns out. I just know from our practice shows that we've done there in the past, we'd have 15 to 20 cars that would, you know, get in the wall, you know, get that Darlington stripe down the right side, some worse than others. Some come in, beat it out, and go right back out. Others had to do a lot of work to get the car fixed. So uh, I think tomorrow the start of that race is going to be wild and crazy, and uh, it's going to be a survival contest. That's what I think. I think the guy that can, you know, survive the, I guess it's 400 miles tomorrow at that track. It's hard to do. It's even on a good day with practice and the car perfect. But uh, that's what's probably the most challenging thing, I think, for this first race uh, to get that get that under their get that race under their under their belt, and then we'll see where it goes from there. I think they've got a lot of things they're going to have to deal with, issues that they're going to have to deal with going forward. You know, but uh, hey, they're trying, and and tomorrow should be a kind of interesting day for all of us race fans that have been tired of watching them I race and get back to some real racing. Daryl, uh, I hope they get that thing started behind you back there. <laughs> hey, hey, now look, it's Saturday, and the boys are here mowing the grass. So, okay. you know, he just, he's cranking it. I think he'll get it going in a minute. All right, well, I'm going to be doing the same thing. Uh, hey, if he doesn't, I'll send Ham, Hammond down there. He'll get his hammer and his gray tape, and he'll fix it. Okay. <laughs> hey, um, but, uh, along what you were just saying, though, with the, the, the uh, X factor going into the first turn of the first lap, you yeah. know, how much... Um, I mean, how much practice has somebody like Matt Kenseth had? Who I yeah, hadn't been to car in you know like a year and a half, two right. years, whatever it's been, and, and he hasn't had any practice. I mean, that I would know of. I don't know if he was able to. to you can't do it he, on a simulator. Yeah, I think he's been running it well. That's the other thing. They have so much more technology now that the guys can use, the teams can use to set the cars up. The drivers can drive, you know, the track on the simulators. So they have things that we didn't have back in the day. But you're talking about. I'll never forget, the, I drove Bud's car there in uh, 73. I was a rookie, and uh, I had a lot of practice, and I was—I thought I knew what I was doing, and I wrecked on the first lap. So, uh, you know, these guys, uh, I, I think maybe the guys up front, Keselowski and, and Bowman and a couple of, you know, they may be safe, but I think on back in the field, it's going to get a little treacherous. And they've also, well, Kenseth, um, Kenseth is starting 12th, and back in 21st position is... Uh, Ryan Newman, who actually it's great to see him back and lucky to have him back, but he's he's sort of in the same boat. Yeah, he is. He hadn't, you know, he last time he was in a car, he was upside down. So he he he's got a lot to overcome. And I, you know, I, I you know, William William Byron. I mean, you know, hadn't had many laps at that track. And uh, Christopher Bell, those rookies that haven't had a lot of laps at that track, and there's so many unknowns. And um, I think that's the thing that make tomorrow's race. Probably a little more interesting than uh, the Darlington's always wild and crazy anyway. And then you throw in the fact no practice, no qualifying, just hop in the car and go race. That's gonna 
that's going to be a madhouse. Daryl, um, I was really surprised when I learned uh, sometime this week that uh, that Mike Joy and Jeff Gordon were going to be doing calling the race from Charlotte. I mean, I, I, yeah, I, it looked like to me they could have had room for two people someplace down there. I know there's a lot of equipment and support that would have to go with that, but uh, I mean, yeah, that, I just... that's a different way to do it for sure. Yeah, I'm. I'm. I'm kind of glad I'm not doing that because I would. I don't think I'd be very good at that. I, I'm a touch it, feel it, hear it, smell it. Got to be at the track kind of guy, you know. So, I'm not sure I'd have been real good at calling races from a studio. That's something they've been wanting to do for a long time. Uh, Michael and, and his crowd, uh, they do some of the truck races from the Charlotte studio. It, it's 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 as good. It's as close to being there as you can get. Uh, they have all the, you know, all the technology and all the all the all the all the uh, monitors and everything else for you to watch the race on, but there's just something about I'm I'm old school, and uh, you know there's something about being at the event and watching it live and seeing the whole racetrack. Uh, that, that's just that's the way I always like to do it. And they would get on me every now and then about watch the monitor because the people at home don't know what you're talking about. So you know I Mike Joy is such a pro. Uh, you know you can throw him. You throw him in a in a pool of poop, and he's going to come out smelling pretty good. And he'll he'll make a, he'll he'll make Jeff Gordon uh, he'll make Jeff Gordon look good. So I, I'm not really too worried about him doing it that way. It's just a different way of doing it. Daryl, I had a real flowery opening for you with all your uh, <laughs> with your three uh, Cup championships and what is it here five uh, World Six Hundreds, which is yep. also going to be a sort of a blind race next week in the. Of course, 2012 member of the Hall of Fame. I had to squeeze all that in. Um, but um, uh, now this is kind of, uh, I've got to ask this question. Do you have any idea what the radio guys are going to do? I mean, uh, they, I, I just know. Are they going to watch the same feed or, 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 or are they going to yeah, actually be allowed I, to be there? I think, I think a couple, I think Dave Booty and a, a couple of guys are going to be there to do the, the radio. I'm not sure. Uh, and NASCAR's. Rightfully so, they're, they're they're kind of paranoid about having too many people at the track and and social distancing and keeping everybody separated and uh, so they they're under a lot of pressure. Uh, NASCAR, all the officials are to to do this and make it work uh, because there's uh, there's going to be a lot of eyes on that race tomorrow. Other you know NFL and baseball and all the other major league sports will be watching to see how they do it and if they do it right and. Uh, and, and go from there. So uh, I, I applaud them for wanting to get the cars back on the track. I applaud them for uh, wanting to run as many other races as they possibly can. Uh, that's that's important. But uh, tomorrow is going to be a critical day for uh, what they do going forward. I'm sure they'll learn some things tomorrow uh, that they'll uh, maybe apply the next race and then into Charlotte. But uh Tomorrow is is you're going into no man's land. We really have never done anything quite like this, and uh, it's going to be interesting to see how it turns out. We had Kerry Tharp on the show last week. Uh, we get, you talk about the guys trying to start the lawnmower. We had to call him back twice because he was out weed eating in the yep. infield at Darlington. And uh, but they are well aware of the the whole world is going to be watching and uh, and, and all the other sports. And um, there's. Uh, Millions of eyes are going to be on Fox uh, about three thirty tomorrow afternoon, and I personally I can't wait. I mean, this is like a, a wild card. It, it really is, and I, that's what you know. That's what the TV folks are banking on. That uh, you know the race will get a big 
a big rating, which we need, and uh, it'll, it'll go off without a hitch. And, uh, you know, we'll have an exciting race. And Darlington, Darlington, as you well know, is notorious for wild and crazy finishes. And uh, I'm sure tomorrow uh, everybody just be glad to get back to a little bit of normalcy normal in their lives. And, you know, the drivers will get to drive and the crews will get to crew and <laughs> NASCAR will get to NASCAR. So, uh yeah, it'll, it'll be. A, I think it'll be a fun afternoon. I'm I really think. I think that. Uh, I think what's also going to be fascinating is, uh, and I don't like these usually, but the the thirty lap competition caution. I mean, yeah, there's yeah, going to yeah. be some people uh, either real happy or or out to lunch on this on this. Uh, yeah. Pit stop. Well, I'm I'm not a big fan of those. You know, I don't like them either. <laughs> back in the day, we dropped the green flag, and if your car wasn't very good, you just had to hang on to it till you could make a you know a, a regular pit stop or whatever. So, it, it with the stage breaks and all the different ways they race today, it, it's almost like you run heat races. You know, you run a heat race, you run a heat race, and then you run the feature. So, uh, I don't. I'm not a big fan of competition yellows. Uh, you know, if you can't get it right from the start, well, that's your problem. That's right. And NASCAR's, you know, they're just always trying to make it a level playing field for everybody, and that's just not what, in my opinion, that wasn't the way racing was was meant to be. I'll never uh, forget one time in Atlanta. This had to be about seventy six or seventy seven, somewhere in there. I think you were driving the Gatorade car. Maybe it was earlier than that. I'm not yeah. sure, but uh, we came back from a rain delay there and uh they sent you out as a rabbit to turn a couple of hot laps to see if the track was dry <laughs> yeah <laughs> that had well, to be uh yeah we, sort of a we tense did that. situation yeah they did that a lot you know i mean we just we just didn't look at we looked at a racing and we looked at racing back in the day and it hadn't been all that long ago when you dropped a green flag the race was on and whatever happened happened and uh if your car wasn't right well sorry and uh, bad luck for you if your car was better than everybody else and you could lap the field with that's just what you did so uh there's so many elements that go into a race today uh you know you got the tv audience that wants to see an exciting race you got the nascar fans and officials and people that are trying to make a level playing field for everybody and um i, I just think the more you try to do the more problems you have uh, i think when i think when we raced it was pretty simple and we kept it simple and uh, I think that's why the ratings were high and the racing was good. Uh, the cars just fell where they fell, and and nobody tried to help you or hurt you. It was just just the way it was. It's just the way racing was. Yeah, I'll say one thing, Daryl. You, I say you could get back in the car and do it. You just real modest. And, uh, <laughs> uh, well, you know what? I look at races every week, and uh, there are some tracks that I'd love to go and race on. Uh, you know, I, I love the short tracks, uh, Bristol and Martinsville and Wilkesboro and and, and Richmond and Nashville. Uh, those were my that was those were my right in my wheelhouse. That's what I grew up doing. That's what I knew. Uh, so when I see race cars on a track at Martinsville, for instance, I think, man, I could lap those guys. Those guys don't know what they're doing. Or I see them at uh, Bristol. I said, oh, those guys. I I drive right by every one of them. So here's the deal. I'm pretty sure I'd be great for about 250 laps. Well, After that, I just don't know if I could hang on or not. <laughs> well, then you need to run 200 lappers. <laughs> That's right. I need to run the Xfinity Series. <laughs> Perry, uh, Al Alan Hill here. Uh, uh, I mean, Daryl, Alan, uh, 
Perry's telling me that they're going to lay off on these inspections down there at Darlington. That'd be kind of be right up yours and Junior Johnson's alley, wouldn't it? <laughs> <laughs> you know, Alan's Mike Hill's brother. I think you met oh, him really? last year. Yeah, you met him last year on the show. Oh, yeah. Well, you know, they, they I, again, I think the more rules you have, the more problems you have. And the cars... Uh, you know, we we built the cars off of tape measures, and now they build them off of lasers. And it, I, I think, I think they ask too much of the of the teams and the people that build the cars. They have so many specifications. You got to if you're out of tolerance by a few thousandths, you're disqualified or fined. I just think they've overdone it. I think they've taken the rule package and just gone a little too far with it. I'd love to see them lighten up the rules a little bit and let the guys be a little more creative. We. We spend hours and hours and hours trying to figure out, okay, here's what the rule says you can do, but it sure doesn't say you can't do this or it doesn't say you can't do that. And so we were never rule breakers. I always said that we never broke any rules, but we were rule makers. Uh, we would show up at the track with something nobody had ever seen before, and they said, whoa, whoa, you can't bring, don't bring that back anymore. <laughs> and that was kind of the way they did it back in the day. You might show up with something that's different than everybody else's, and they'd look it over and they'd say, well, just don't come back with that anymore because we don't like the way that looks. It didn't have to be, it didn't have to have a measurement or a tall or anything else. We just don't like the way it looks. Daryl, we're up against the, the end of the show, the end of the segment here. Uh, I thought there was a great quote, and I, I, I'm not exactly sure what I read, but uh, I, did you say something on Twitter this week about you were going to take your golf clubs out for some fresh <laughs> air or something? I thought that, I was, that was good. <laughs> I'm, I, I said I was going to take my golf clubs for a walk. That, that, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, I do that occasionally. I've had a lot of, you know, now that I'm not, it's kind of funny. I'm, I'm retired, and so uh, and, and so is everybody else. So it's kind of made it a little bit easier for this transition from when I was at the track my whole life to not being there. But, uh, yeah, every now and then I get to take my clubs for a walk, and they seem to appreciate it. Well, Darrell, you can get the job done, and, uh, you know, I, you drove a few races for us. Qualified, run good, and uh, my brother Daryl and me, we love to see you in the booth. And uh, you, you missed in that, and you missed in a race car. You can get in a race car right now, and I'm like, you, yeah, you could outrun them. Might not be able to outlast. I mean, you know, we get tired now. I mean, we're, we're even I'm a senior citizen, <laughs> but, but, and I was just yeah. a, I was just a long haired baby to tag along with with daddy, but. Uh, yeah, well, get, you your could, dad was a, he was a, a fun guy to work for. Fun, unfortunately, we didn't get to spend more time together because it took a little getting used to. Bud was a different breed by by far. And the worst thing they ever did is give Bud more radio. If he didn't have a radio, I think would have been fine. But uh, he loved that radio, and he loved to chew your butt out on it. So, uh, yeah, I love driving for him. What little bit I got to. I just wish you could have kept going. Yeah, I do too. Oh, George Foreman came along with some kind of RC cola deal, and Bud said, "Man, I got to go where the money is." So that's what he did. You should have come up with moon pies. You should have come up with moon pies. Yeah. <laughs> hey, Daryl, uh, this is like we're having a whole new season starting. I know we've already had three or four or five races, but uh, can you give us seven words that uh, you kind of made famous to uh, get this new season started? You got that right. I keep thinking they're going to call me and ask me to come back and do that, but they haven't. But boogity, boogity, boogity. Let's go racing, boys. Thank you, Daryl. That's great. And we right. love having you on the show every year. And, and you and your family stay safe up there in the hills. All right, brother. We're trying. Okay. We, we want to talk to Stevie, too, because she gives good interviews. <laughs> I'll tell her. Yeah. All right, thank All right, man. You're Thanks. fantastic. Thank All you right. so much. Thank yeah. you.
That's Daryl Waltrip, and that was a good interview. I had to squeeze that in there, and I got to learn to push that red button to make my microphone come on. That's my first error of the week, and uh, Ronnie always says, don't point those out. But I tell you what, we're going to take a break here. We've already got Nelson Crozier on hold, and uh, we'll be right back. You're listening to Start Your Engines on Fox Sports Spartanburg. Frank's for the Memories is a great hot dog place for lunch. Why Frank's for the Memories? Because hot dogs for the Memories just doesn't cut the mustard. Frank's for the Memories has more than great hot dogs. Enjoy a choice of four delicious bird dogs featuring a deep-fried chicken tender on a hot dog bun. Frank's for the Memories makes their homemade chili daily and has great signs like french fries, onion rings, and corn nuggets. Frank's for the Memories 468 Oak Grove Road next to Westview Elementary is open for lunch Monday through Saturday till 3.30 p.m. Frank's for the Memories. Get ready for a slam dunk during the Nissan Now Sales event at Greer Nissan. It's Markdown Madness. And you'll score big with huge savings and low payments on all your favorite Nissan models. Get in the zone in an all-new 2020 Nissan Citra for only $129 per month. Take your pick. You can drive a 2020 Nissan Altima or Rogue for only $199 per month. Or score a new Titan pickup and save up to 30% off. Get big savings on our large selection of used vehicles, too. And if you need credit, come and get it. Bench those high payments and slam dunk on savings during the Nissan Now Sales event at Greer Nissan today. Low prices, big selection, and committed to quality customer service. Come see us on Wade Hampton Boulevard or shop online at GreerNissan.com. Call 864-479-1197 for more details. Why waste your time hand-washing your car when you can get the job done in minutes at Pars Quality Car Wash in Boiling Springs? Experience one of their excellent car washes today. Don't let crumbs, bugs, dirt, and other particles interrupt your car's overall appearance. Other car washes just basically rinse off your car and fail to get off the stuck-on bugs and dirt that takes a little elbow grease to remove. Ask about their car detailing, too. Visit Pars Quality Car Wash, 1929 Boiling Springs Road, and get a quality car wash done by hand. 578-9274. Make Phillips and Long Fuel Chesney your source for propane in Spartanburg County. They offer propane for hot water heaters, cooking, and heat. They can fill your grill tank and get you ready for grilling season. Not only do they sell propane, but they sell a large variety of propane accessories such as grill tanks and other appliances that run on propane. If your propane tank is running low, call and they'll have it filled within one business day. Call them at 864-461-8511. That's Phillips and Long Fuel, located at 421 South Alabama Avenue in Chesney. Throughout your life, you've worked hard to accumulate assets, to build wealth, and to provide for your family. You've built a comfortable life full of shared memories and experiences. Providing and protecting your loved ones is never more critical than when you aren't there to do so. While having a will is important, it's not the only way. That is why developing an estate plan can be the best thing you will ever do for them. Working with our estate planning experts, Trent Lancaster in the Spartanburg office of Janie Montgomery Scott can help you to design a customized estate plan that can protect and preserve your assets for the next generation. The sooner you begin, the sooner you can be at ease knowing that your loved ones will be provided for as you intended. Contact Trent today to discuss your estate planning needs by calling 864-585-8282. That's 864-585-8282. Or visit TrentLancaster.com. Janie Montgomery Scott, LLC, member FINRA, NYSE, and SIPC. 
The Dan Patrick Show, weekdays from 9 to noon on Spartanburg's Fox Sports 1400. Now on FM at 98.3. Nelson Crozier is trackside and ready to go. What's going on at this week's big race? Let's go live to Nelson now. Uh, Good morning, Nelson. How are you? Nelson? Okay, Nelson Crozier. Surely surely we ain't done lost Nelson. Well, I had him. Okay. Nelson, you there, buddy? Well, if you're not there, could you call back in? (laughs) (laughs) Maybe we start off the show with him next uh, hour. Yeah, yeah. Because I don't have his number. Yeah. Uh, well, I don't know if I do or not. Maybe he'll call back. Why don't you go ahead and do more of your local stuff? Okay. We're going to get and, him. Well, wait, 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 wait. I think I got him here. Uh, I'm going to go straight to this as a... But what a great interview with Daryl Walker up in there. Daryl was uh, in his retirement. Okay, I hear you. Hello. There we go. We got Nelson. Hey. We got you, Nelson. You got me. I had you, but you couldn't hear me. Well, I'll tell you what. Uh, we're uh, Darrell Walter was out in the middle of a lake or something in the mountains, and we had to switch around with him. So, uh, But anyway, good to have you and a lot to talk about, uh, Nelson. And if you need more time, we can, we're wide open in the second hour. We could even have you some uh, in the second hour. But uh, um, gosh, what are you looking at here at Darlington with this... Uh, crazy start we're going to have and and matt kenseth hadn't been in a car probably in a year and a half and uh the guys calling the race from charlotte in the booth what's your take on all this okay well first of all calling the race from uh charlotte uh used to be the norm especially for uh you know formula one races and such uh they would get the international feed which had no voices on it and then they would do what's called the voiceover from Charlotte or uh, when it was ESPN, you know, from uh, Connecticut. So it's nothing new, but with all the new technology, it's almost transparent. Uh, Fox will have Raven Smith in the pits, so only one person in the pits there. Uh, Ryan Newman uh, had to uh, do his test to come back as a driver. Uh, and he did that at Darlington, so maybe he's had a little bit of an edge. I did not know that. Nelson, you know, uh, yeah, you know, go ahead. No, uh, I was just going to say he, I didn't know Nelson. I, did, I didn't know that not, that Newman had had a chance to to do any driving since his accident. Yeah, that was NASCAR's mandatory uh, mandatory comeback uh, test. Well, did they give one to Kenseth? He looks like he might need it worse than uh, Newman. <laughs> No, but see, Kansas has been running uh, some short track races. So uh, he has not been that much out of the seat, just out of the cup car. Yeah. Well, that was interesting, uh, just the way they qualified the cars, if you want to call it that. You know, absolute luck of the draw. And uh, at least they did try to break it up into the probably the 20 fastest and the 20 slowest. But it's still going to... Um, it's going to be wild now. Uh, Alan, uh, I mean, uh, Daryl didn't know this, but he was under the impression that maybe the radio guys from uh, MRN were actually going to be at the track. Do you know anything about that? No. Uh, you know, I'm sure they would get priority if they wanted it. Uh, and the big thing with radio, 
you don't have to have that much of uh, the support as you do with TV. Uh, you know, TV is probably keeping uh, 150 people away from the racetrack by not having the announcers there. Yeah, now, do they have robotic cameras they're using? And, and I'm not, I know they said they had a drone that they were going to be able to take some shots. Um, I guess because they can fly over the grandstand where ma maybe normally they wouldn't have done that with people underneath it. That's right. And uh, they'll have multiple drones. I don't know what that means, two or six or whatever. Uh, but that will uh, you'll add more uh, versatility. Yeah, uh, and then they're going to try to do it again on Wednesday. That's the cup cars, but now on Tuesday, they're going to bring the Xfinity cars in there, and uh, this is neither here nor there, but I know in Spartanburg, it looks like a rainy week uh, in South Carolina, our part of it, part of it anyway. And uh, Kerry Tharp uh, told us last week, I asked him about any contingency plans for rain, and he said, well, we'll just run it. We got lights and air titans. We'll run it as soon as we can. That's right. Maybe that Thursday and Friday, uh, you know, if need be. And, you know, uh, so far as a cup race, they can run it on Monday. They, uh, they can uh, you know, move the expensive cars and run the cup cars on Tuesday if, if it's uh, necessary. But hopefully they'll all get in tomorrow. Well, Nelson, as always, you always got the inside line that... Uh, I had trouble getting a hold of anybody up at Charlotte, and it, 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 there's NASCAR is good and brave enough to to do what they're doing, and uh, but everybody's so apprehensive right now. Uh, but you know, good race drivers and good cars, if they make it a couple of laps, it falls right in place. But uh, anyway, I like Darrell Walter said, it kind kind of misses the way it was. You know, where you had a little bit of lead wheel on something, and it's more of a seat of the pants thing. Uh, well, when uh, Jay Felder was Terry Labonis at, at Rockingham one year, uh, Ray Sport and Jay Cage, all the springs, all the socks, and all the bars in the car, didn't tell Terry. He goes down into turn one, and near about goes over the wall. He screams at Jay, What in the world did you do this car? Why didn't you tell me? But the drivers, uh, of course, all the season ones are very adaptable, and uh, it's amazing how they can compensate. No, uh, go ahead. No, no, I, I didn't mean to interrupt you. I thought I thought you were stopping. Uh, I, I just wanted to ask you: um, Are we going to have less inspections? I mean, it seems like they they inspect the heck out of them every chance they get. But I would think maybe. Uh, one before the race, and that's it? Or, and, and maybe one after? I don't know. And that's all they're going to have. Uh, schedule, uh, you know, this evening at 5.30, uh, the haulers can enter. Uh, and then uh, the hauler drivers will leave and go back to Charlotte or wherever they're going to go. Uh, at 5 o'clock today, they have the driver's crew chief meeting, and that will be, uh, you know, video conference. And then it's 7.30 tomorrow morning, uh, the garage access is open and you have to have your temperature taken and fill out the form and whatever uh, before you can uh, enter the track. Well, uh, it's like I was telling uh, Alan Hill last week that some of those temperatures after the race might be more interesting because who knows who's going to be angry. Well, 
everybody's still going to be kept separated. And uh, you're, you're not going to see any face-to-face confrontation uh, unless somebody wants to pay hefty fine. Yeah, and uh, that probably gets you some weeks off. Let's uh, let's get back to doing our picks. Now, we're not going to attempt to do Wednesday. We'll just do the race coming up the next day on our show, which will be tomorrow at 3.30. Um, you go ahead and give us a pick there, uh, Nelson. Okay, I'll go ahead and take Kasowski. I was afraid of that. Um, and well, he's, uh, he's, sort of, he's starting on the pole. Yeah, he had a good uh, qualifying draw. <laughs> but you might see a couple... Uh, the other ones you don't expect. I, I, I wouldn't be surprised to see Newman run real well. Well, let's run down it real quick here just so you'll know. Uh, and then we'll get Greg's pick. Uh, Keslowski, Bowman on the front row. Second row is D. Benedetto and Kyle Busch. Third row is Al Marola and Harvick. Fourth row is Blaney and Jimmy Johnson. Fifth row, Logano and Hamlin. Sixth row, Elliott and Kenseth. And seventh row is Boyer and Cole Custer. And I'll stop right there. Who do you want there, uh, Greg? Well, because of all the end of season stuff, I think the Wood Brothers got a good chance. Uh, I think you're right. You know, they're good. Okay. Can't beat experience. Nope. Go ahead, Perry. I'll let you go. Well, I was hoping you wouldn't. I'll take Chase Elliott because that's uh, Hannah likes him. So, uh, and I do too, so I'll take Chase Elliott. Ronnie has called in. I don't think uh, he was going to steal your guy, but... Uh, he says he's going to go out on a limb, and it's a pretty skinny one with Kansas. So, Alan, it's up to you, buddy. I think I'll take Kyle Busch. I was either going to take Kyle Busch or Martin Truex. So I think I'll stick with Kyle Busch. All right. So we've got our picks in. Nelson, we got about three minutes. Uh, want to wrap up anything? And um, I hope you're staying safe and, and out of harm's way. Nelson, you had a good yeah. idea about ultraviolet light. <laughs> And that, that that you got all kind of great ideas. Uh, you know, the ultraviolet light definitely uh, uh, kills the uh, coronavirus, and they're using a lot of places, including the New York subway. So, uh, you know, uh, it's a good thing to have, and they make home units as well as industrial units. Uh, so, something worth considering, uh, you know, purchasing. Couple of other quick things. This, of course, is the fifth race of the season. A 16 total uh, members per team, and that includes, uh, uh, you know, everybody is allowed there. And, you know, team owner, uh, if he's a part of the team uh, and has a function, he can do it. But if he's just a team owner and doesn't serve a function, he can't even come to the track. It's going to be interesting. I'd like to hear him tell Penske he couldn't come to the track. <laughs> oh, right. Well, you know, of course, he can show, uh, you know, barring Penske being Penske, he could still come to the track uh, in lieu of a spotter or something like that. But that 16 uh, people per team right now is the maximum, and that might even be kept back. Now, we've only uh, got like a minute left, uh, but Nelson, how are they going to do the spotters? Uh, they're not all going to be crammed up on top of that press box. Are they going to be spread all around the track? They'll be spread along the top row of the grandstand. Ah, okay. Well, now, uh, One thing, uh, just one more thing. Go ahead, buddy. Uh, uh, oh, Monk Tater, a slow track racer of merit, passed away this week. I'm sorry to hear that, and our condolences go out to his family. Uh, Nelson, um, Let's uh, 
let's do this again next week where we'll have a lot to talk about and and uh actually we'll have two darlington three darlington races to talk about so it's uh <laughs> saturday tuesday and wednesday and uh and then we'll have charlotte coming up the next day on next sunday so uh you stay safe my friend and i will talk to you next week okay sounds good all right that's Thanks. nelson crozier i'm sorry greg i didn't you know, I was, I'm, I'm just, just watching the clock here. I got to keep us rolling. Oh, I know it. I know it. <laughs> I'm bad about butting in, but no, we, I mean, we, I'm we, the worst. I, I, I got to acknowledge we we lost an employee that was a very good employee, uh, uh, and he, he even named his dog Bud, and and it, it's about Jimmy Laws, and he was an excellent. We lost him, and I I feel for him and his family, and I just want to give condolences. Is that here in Spartanburg. Yeah, yeah, they live in Woodruff, and he, he worked for us as a machinist for a long time. He could get the job done. He'd done all that high porting and everything, him and Jimmy Cochran. But uh, he's sorely missed. Okay. Well, we hate to hear that, and and our thoughts and prayers go out with that family. And, and um, I tell you what, it's a, it's a scary time, and it's every time I look in the paper and I, I see that somebody's passed away, it's just, you know, I wonder... I wonder if it had anything to do with this because uh, I think we've what lost thirteen people in Spartanburg County and and uh, the number's going to grow unfortunately. But let's don't end on a sad note here. We're going to come back after the top of the hour break and uh, and we're going to do uh, the second hour. You're listening to Start Your Engines. We are your home for bump and run weekday mornings at seven is Fox Sports fourteen hundred. WSBG Spartanburg, now on FM at 98.3. Fox Sports trending now. New York Giants cornerback DeAndre Baker turned himself in this morning to police in Miramar, Florida. Baker's facing armed robbery charges along with Seahawks cornerback Quentin Dunbar. Dunbar yet to turn himself in. Dunbar's attorney just told the Seattle Times, quote, My client, who has never been in trouble in his life, is being forced to surrender on a bleeping case that no self-respecting prosecutor would ever file. Unquote. Oh, snap! Anyway, the alleged armed robbery took place on Wednesday in Florida. Today, live professional sports returned to Europe for the first time with a resumption of Germany's pro soccer league, the Bundesliga. Five matches going on right now in front of no fans, including Borussia Dortmund leading FC Schalke 4 to nothing in the 73rd minute. I'm Isaac Lohenkron. Frank's for the Memories is a great hot dog place for lunch. Why Frank's for the Memories? Because hot dogs for the Memories just doesn't cut the mustard. Frank's for the Memories has more than great hot dogs. Enjoy a choice of four delicious bird dogs featuring a deep-fried chicken tender on a hot dog bun. Frank's for the Memories makes their homemade chili daily and has great signs like french fries, onion rings, and corn nuggets. Frank's for the Memories 468 Oak Grove Road next to Westview Elementary is open for lunch Monday through Saturday till 3.30 p.m. Thanks for the Memories. Spartanburg has been known as the hub city for decades due to our proximity to rail lines and interstate highways. Upstate Logistics has been part of the hub city transportation scene for over a decade. Upstate Logistics provides businesses with warehousing and transportation services, including inbound and outbound rail shipments. And more importantly, we support Spartanburg. Be it high school and college sports or important community projects, Upstate Logistics wants to help move Spartanburg forward. Upstate Logistics, keeping your business and Spartanburg moving forward. To find out more, visit UpstateLogistics.com. 
Speedy Lube in Inman says to save time is to lengthen life for you and your car. Let Speedy Lube, Asheville Highway in Inman, lengthen the life and performance of your vehicle. Speedy Lube offers professional ASC certified mechanical service for your car. Be it an oil change, AC work, tires, brakes, front end, or any type of major or minor repair. Trust Speedy Lube in Inman. Open weekdays from 8 till 6. For fast, fair, and friendly service, visit Speedy Lube, Asheville Highway in Inman. Throughout your life, you've worked hard to accumulate assets, to build wealth, and to provide for your family. You've built a comfortable life full of shared memories and experiences. Providing and protecting your loved ones is never more critical than when you aren't there to do so. While having a will is important, it's not the only way. That is why developing an estate plan can be the best thing you will ever do for them. Working with our estate planning experts, Trent Lancaster in the Spartanburg office of Janie Montgomery Scott can help you to design a customized estate plan that can protect and preserve your assets for the next generation. The sooner you begin, the sooner you can be at ease knowing that your loved ones will be provided for as you intended. Contact Trent today to discuss your estate planning needs by calling 864-585-8282. That's 864-585-8282. Or visit TrentLancaster.com. Janie Montgomery Scott, LLC, member FINRA, NYSE, and SIPC. the Beacon Drive-In Studios in Spartanburg, South Carolina. Fox Sports 1498.3 FM presents Start Your Engine. 20 years of trying, 20 years of frustration. Dale Earnhardt will come to the caution flag to win the Daytona 500. Here is your racing team for today. Show producer Ronnie Black. Local action from winning car builder and owner Alan Hill. Track reporter and racing insider Nelson Crozier. Former NASCAR team manager and author Greg Moore. Now, here's your host for Start Your Engines, racing historian and author, Harry Allen Wood. Gentlemen, start your And welcome back to the second hour of Start Your Engines on Fox Sports Spartanburg, 1400 AM, 98.3 FM, and around the world. Um, Alan, you uh, you can go ahead and, and just have the floor. You might as well go into your local stuff and we'll uh, we'll just wing it from here. Hey, if anybody wants to call in, we kind of got a, um, a wide open second hour here. It's uh, 864-468. 1400 and if you want to call in we'll talk to you or and uh see what your thoughts are on this wacky season we got going and uh in the meantime go ahead alan what you got we having a lot of our local dirt racing opening up uh last weekend which i've already given cherokee speedway's results from last week uh also on the schedule was traverse wrist uh they had a big old race over there at traverse wrist they had uh mid-east street stocks over there Paid $5,000 to win. First place went to Chad Thrash. Second place went to Timmy Smith. Third place went to a, a local boy here, Grant Parr. Young boy coming up in uh, our division around here in racing. Know his dad very well. Knowing, you know Norman then. I know Norman. He uh, he gave us a bunch of stuff when we did the thing on the history of auto racing in Spartanburg County. He gave us his uh, homemade purple and yellow uh 
pit crew uniform when he worked for Cotton Owens and Marty Robbins. Well, <laughs> Norman, Norman's up there. With a big 42 on the you back know, of it. He's got Parr's Car Wash. Yep. He's also got Parr Automotive Air. He's Good got, sponsor. He's got, uh, as a matter of fact, they've got two race cars. they got a Thunder Bomber, and then they've got this Mid-East Street Stock. They actually was doing good in the Thunder Bomber division over at Traverse Rest Speedway last week till they had the left rear tire go flat with about three laps left to go. And whenever they come in and changed it, uh, it's one of them deals you don't need to go back out there and start about 18th or 19th and try to come in three laps to the front. So uh, they just went ahead and parked that car, I think. Recipe for disaster. Yes. Uh, also over at Travis Rest Speedway, they had the 602 open-wheel modifieds. First place went to Stephen Padella. Second place went to Jeff Robinson. Third place went to Jeff Parsons. Okay. The SCDRA front-wheel drive. First place went to Chris Coggins. Second place went to Adam Green. Third place went to Tyler Caps. And the Thunder Bomber series over there. First place went to Timmy Smith. Second place went to Dwight Smith, and boy, they put on a show for about the last six laps there. Third place went to Josh Ayers. Also, they're going to be a full night of racing tonight at Travers Rest Speedway. They got the City Chevrolet 602 Thunder Series on the schedule. They got Extreme 4. They got Thunder Bomber. They got Thunder Bomber Futures. They got the Pure Stock Division. They got Crate Sportsman. They got the Open Wheel V8. Or not open wheel V8, just open V8. Open V8 means you bring it, you can run it. And boy, gates are going to open over there at 5 p.m. to get in. It's going to be $30, $25 entry fee. Driver's meeting is going to be at 7. Hot laps are going to be at 7.30. And uh, no fans, but I think you might can be able to get into the pits if... Uh, if you're willing to say that you're with a race car, so I ain't gonna. We'll just leave it at that. Kind of like this deal of uh, Harris Speedway. Also on the schedule for tonight, they've got eight divisions racing at Harris Speedway. Six oh two late models, Renegade Division, Crate Sportsman Division, Thunder Bomber Division, Pure Stock Division, Stock Front Wheel Drive, V six Front Wheel Drive, and Young Guns. They got a open. They had a open practice last night, and from what I heard, concession stands was actually open at Harris Speedway. Okay, concession stands was closed at Cherokee Speedway, but they opened them up. Which Harris is North Carolina. I don't know if they're going by different rules. Also, I heard that at uh, Cherokee Speedway we had a five crew, five member crew crew limit at Harris. I think it might be ten crew members. Wow. Yeah. So, uh, 10 crew members, you got, you know. The, no, not as many hurt feelings for not getting included. <laughs> yes, it is. Also, up there at Harris Speedway, it's going to be $30 to get in, and it's going to be a $25 entry fee. They will be on Facebook Live at Harris Speedway. Uh, also, we're going to have some racing here at Cherokee Speedway. Cherokee Speedway, they're going to have the 604 late models. going to be 15 hard hours to win in the 604 late models. They're going to have the Run What You Brung, V8 Outlaws, $700 to win. they also going to have the Crate in, Inside Cursa Street Stock, $700 to win. They're going to have the Stock 4 Division over there. They're going to have the Thunder Bomber Division. They're going to have Extreme 4. They're going to have young guns over there. 
Cherokee Speedway will also be televised by Speed51.com. It's only going to be, if you are already a member, it's only going to be $10 to be able to sit and watch it. Uh, I don't know if it's on TV, if it's on your computer. I don't know how that actually, I think you got to actually have a computer or something to catch it on Speed 51. But uh, kind of watched a little bit of last year, I mean, last weekend's race at Travers Rest. Uh, my daughter and them, they went ahead and bought that uh that big race that they had over there paid $5,000 to win. And on Sunday afternoon, I went down there and watched it at their house on Mother's Day and uh, kind of had supper down there. Jada cooked us a good supper. I bet she did. She did. We had a lot of lasagna and stuff oh, like that. Man. And then after that, I just kind of went in there and sat back and watched uh, watched the race from the night before. It was actually a 50-lap race at Travers Rest Speedway. And they actually, at 25 laps, stopped the cars on the racetrack, let the crews come out there and fuel them and stuff, and then went back to racing. How about and, that? And they actually put on a good show over there at Travis Speedway. That what you got? That's uh, pretty much, but except uh, got a little bit more uh, at Travis Speedway next weekend, which is Memorial Day. They are going to have thunder on the mountain. Travis Speedway, if everybody's been to Travis Speedway, you see where they are doing some motorcycle road course stuff, but actually over there for uh, next Saturday and Sunday, they going to have the flat track boys. Have you seen these flat track boys on these motorcycles? I've seen a little bit on television. Well, my brother's got a son. A son Might be my nephew. He works for a guy named Mike Rush, Easton Racing Yamaha. They will actually be over there. And uh, I don't know about flat track, but last time I was over there at at Travis Rest, they had a little bit of banking to it, but now they'll probably go in there and grade it out, and them boys will go to the bottom of that racetrack and probably put on a good show. Motorcycle race is exciting. Yes. No, no question about it. Yes, it is. And uh, the one thing about that motorcycle racing, you ain't got bars around you. <laughs> on a roll bar, you got a set of leathers. <laughs> and, uh, so you can slide. They got some... Uh, Close contact there, maybe. So uh, get him on the show. Uh, yeah, get him great. on the show. That'd be great. We haven't had any motorcycle coverage, hardly at all. Yep. But what we do have is a, a very special guest that calls in from time to time, Roll Tide Terry. How you doing, Roll Tide? I am fine. I'm welcome back on the air. We're glad to be here. Glad it's to have nice folks to have like live you. Sports. Yeah, it's it, nice to have live sports and. I think it's going to be interesting come tomorrow. Oh yeah, it's a great unknown. It's going to be going to be really uh, unknown, and uh, yeah. I think there'll be a lot of eyes on it. Yep, I think they will. I think I think it, this will be a real good shot for NASCAR. It, and I'm glad they're having it. Where they're having it. Darlington. Right. Well, they wanted it some place within driving home. distance of Charlotte, so that was a good choice. Right. Bringing it back home. Exactly right. We appreciate you calling, and like I say, it's uh, the ratings are going to be incredible. I mean... Yep, and Ed, I'm glad to hear y'all back on the radio. Well, we're glad so y'all to be have here. have a good day and have a good weekend. Well, thank you for calling in, Roll Tide, and uh, you take care of yourself out there. Yes, sir, I will. All right. That's a good call from Roll Tide, Terry. Yes, it was. Um, maybe maybe uh, this will get all our sports started back up. I mean, you know. Well, you know, I looked in the paper this morning as I was uh, getting ready to go pick up Greg. And, you know, <laughs> they used to have a big old box on the sports page of everything on television. And the last few weeks, it's been, 
almost nothing there. A little E racing and some I racing, but that box was pretty big this morning. Well, we get. I didn't look at it, but it probably was, I saw a lot of racing in there. Well, we we talking about going to Darlington, and uh, everybody's talking about all these crew members going down. Says I know they'll they'll be crammed up in these buses. I mean, you remember how we used to go to the racetrack? We uh, we had station wagon, and we'd put eight in a station wagon, and we'd we'd take off to the racetrack. And I mean, you know, we talk about social distancing. <laughs> you know. I, I, I thought the whole idea, and I know we're on uncharted territory. Nobody wants anybody to get sick, and we got to tiptoe around this. But uh, uh, I like the idea of people being together and getting along, you know. And and uh, that that's what this country is all about. And I think we, that they're smart to tiptoe like they're doing. And what was the deal with this guy that wanted to that did the bomb threat at Darlington? What was that all about? Do you hear, do you read about that? No, he just probably wanted to stop NASCAR from <sighs> actually doing them. Uh, you know. I mean, that was... Of course, anybody would do that as a nut anyway, but, you know, that was... You know, there at one time, <laughs> they was talking about our, our drivers wasn't really athletes, but, you know, I ain't never seen an athlete jump over in one. Well, you know. I'm, uh, I've, I've always said they were athletes. That's an argument I've been fighting for 60... How old am I now? 68 years. Uh, Greg, I didn't mean to interrupt you there, but I was just... I just popped in my mind about that nut... Um, that uh, made a bomb threat, and then he called somebody else on the phone and bragged about it or something. I don't know. It was crazy. Yeah, there's people like that. There, there, there's people out there that try to hurt things, and, you know, there's good and bad, and uh, I applaud NASCAR for being brave enough to try to do something and get the sports out going. Darlington's a great place. Uh, and like I say, I just wish I could get my Daryl to call on the telephone. He ain't never done an interview or nothing. He don't get no credit. Your brother? Yeah. You get him to call in and you've got, you've got something. I know it. I know it. And uh, Daryl Moore, Greg's brother, is very soft-spoken and... Uh, uh, very uh, underrated. Under Well, yeah. Uh, I mean, a huge knowledge. And he built all those race engines for so long. And, uh, I mean, he'll talk to you one-on-one a little bit in the bar. And he used to... Talked to me a lot when I was a kid, and he'd come riding by on his Honda 50 and uh, to see Ann Dickerson, who my brother ended up marrying. But um, you can get Brent on. Now, he'll talk about something, won't he? Yeah. Get yeah. Brenny on here. Brenny, Brenny uh, you know, he's an intellect, but he, he contributed a lot to the technology of the team because, you know, uh, he, he he did go to Clemson, but... That's a, but that, okay. That, he, he done good at it, and I went to some, you know... I did go to Carolina for about a year and three quarters, so you I've get, been kind of torn, but I, I, I tend to lean toward our Gamecocks now. You get your brothers on the show. You have your brother on the show every once in a while, and I get my brother to call in as the oldest riding mechanic. Okay. That's right. <laughs> Smoke was good, good that day, wasn't it? Yeah, I listened to that, that the other was, day. That was hilarious. That, when, that, was, that, that was cool. And When he said those Japanese soldiers, I said... Uh, <laughs> he, he said he was a Japanese soldier, and uh, he got to know him so well that he had to act like one um, to because he was in the intelligence. And they, uh, uh, I said, uh, and he said he knew when they were going to commit suicide. And I said, Harry Carey, and he said, No, I don't think Harry Carey was there. <laughs> but anyway, um, we uh, we really would appreciate um, anybody that wants to call in right now. We do. I've got some things to cover here, but we've got a. Um, a pretty wide open forty minutes yet to go. Yeah. 
Sure do. Uh, and I, I wish our buddy Larry Burrow would call in. Yeah. You know, he he tries to help and uh, with technical stuff. He's a computer genius. But once again, we we, we got to thank Lanny. Oh, yes, yes, by all means. And, uh, you know, I, I don't know what we would do without him. Well, Lanny McKinney um, has our back with the maintaining the Budmore website and and a lot of technical behind-the-scenes stuff here with the show. I had to take him to flash drive last week because I missed the start, but I got it this week, Larry, Lanny, so I don't. Uh, I won't be coming by unless you just want me to, but I didn't screw anything up to start the show. And, um, no, he's uh, he does a great job, um, and we couldn't do without him, and I'm glad you mentioned that. I keep his name right here on my manila folder or this envelope that I keep all my my stuff in and it says in big letters Lanny McKinney so I won't forget to mention him but um, I still had 40 minutes yet but you can you can throw him in there anytime you want to Lanny, oh, yeah. Lanny does the job yeah and like I say uh, <laughs> if we ever get my Daryl uh, who's exactly the same age as Daryl Walter loved Daryl Walter if you ever get him to call in uh, that's going to be something else Brenny be a good deal which Larry Burrow would call in we've, hey. had, we've had Brent on before yeah, he done good a yeah. couple of times. And uh, like I say, that if anybody knows about Daryl Walter, your brother does, you know, and, and a bunch of other drivers, uh, you know about it. You went to racetrack working with Pearson and stuff, and you <laughs> win races whenever you and Danny go out. What I like about y'all, y'all, y'all wait till the hot dogs are there, the, the, the good runners. You know what I'm saying? I mean, y'all... Y- y- Y'all ain't y'all ain't scared to run against the Bloomquist and some of these other guys. I mean, y- y'all jump right on them, and that's racing. Yeah, and uh, don't think we up there with Bloomquist right yet, but uh, them boys there, they, they kind of a little bit in a different league of racing what we're racing. But uh, I like them boys. Uh, as a matter of fact, I talked to Lance right this week. Uh, they was headed out Thursday morning, going to Missouri, and then after the Missouri, they thing about going down to Mississippi, so they actually traveling a whole lot right now. They well, got uh, Darrell Lanigan driving for them this year. We yeah. got uh, Nelson's calling back in, but I tell you what, we're right on our uh, 20 after break. Let's take the break and come back and uh, see what Nelson has to add. He may have some breaking news for us. You're listening to Start Your Engines on Fox Sports Spartanburg. <laughs> Start Your Engines will be back after this quick pit stop on Fox Sports 1498.3 FM. For years now, we've been telling you about Palmetto Spirit's tremendous wine selection. We've told you about Palmetto Spirit's carrying special, small-batch, handcrafted bourbons and whiskeys that you can't find anywhere else. But what truly sets Palmetto Spirit's apart is their customer service. Jim and the entire staff knows wines and liquors and knows how to find you the perfect bottle for the perfect occasion. Palmetto Spirit's, Reedville Road on Spartanburg's West Side, where customer service is the difference. This is the sound a McDonald's bag makes when you grab it. Now that just sounds like a paper bag, but to Nate, it sounds like... Because Nate hooked himself up like a champ. Improved you can save on the delicious food you crave. Wake up to the freshly prepared McChicken Biscuit or the sweet and savory taste of the new Chicken McGriddles. Just $1.59 each. 
Prices and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer or combo meal. Business owners, have product or material you need moved, shipped, stored? Upstate Logistics in Spartanburg has the expertise in transportation and warehousing you're looking for in Spartanburg County and beyond. For over a decade, Upstate Logistics has provided businesses with storage and logistics services, including inbound and outbound rail shipments. Upstate Logistics, proud to be a part of our community, serving Spartanburg County and beyond since 2005. Upstate Logistics, keeping your business and inventory moving forward. To find out more, visit UpstateLogistics.com. That's UpstateLogistics.com. When John B. White Sr. opened the Beacon Drive-In in 1946, he probably couldn't have imagined email, the internet, or heck, even Morgan Square having a fountain. But I'll bet you Mr. White always envisioned the Beacon offering great food and tremendous service. And now, 70 years later, that tradition continues. You can't count on everything, but Spartanburg has always counted on the Beacon Drive-In for 70 years. That's decades of plenty. The Beacon, where the food is always good since 1946. Mick is everywhere. I'm a gravel truck. I'm busy laying the foundation for your city's newest suburb. You're stuck behind me, and I'm about to make it rain. <laughs> Rocks. Now you're swerving, but there's no avoiding this downpour. Better watch out for that guardrail. So get Allstate, where agents help protect you from mayhem, like me. You're in good hands with Allstate agent Jack Mabry in Boiling Springs. Give him a call today, 253-9155. Oh my God, did you see that play? You hate to get a message like that. Don't miss another second of what's breaking in the world of sports. The Dan Patrick Show. It's a different storyline every day. Weekdays at 9 on Spartanburg's Fox Sports 1400. Now on FM at 98.3. And welcome back to Start Your Engines for uh, our last 40 minutes. And uh, we have a surprise re-guest, I guess you could say. Uh, Nelson Crozier's called back in. What's going on, Nelson? Oh, well, two things. Uh, one, Alex Bowman has signed for an extra year. But okay. the main thing, uh, if you're talking about Parliament wedding the bus to go to uh, Darlington, each crew member is going to drive himself and is going to bring his cooler with him with his... Uh, drinks and snacks and meals for the day. <clears throat> they will allow a crew member to go out uh, and pick up food and bring it in, or uh, they're probably going to have a food truck outside the track, uh, but there will be no uh, concession inside the track. Uh, none of the uh, big cookeries that each team has been having in the past. So. Uh, I just want to clear that up. Well, they, you know, I didn't even think about that, and that's, I'm glad you called back with that. So, uh, they would not be allowed to um, to fire up the grill. No, uh, no cooking inside. I mean, uh, the uh, like the charcoal grill outside their motorhome. They can't do that either. Uh, whether the uh, drivers could do it, uh, that's the question. But they're only going to be there for the day, uh, you know, with the drivers as well as the crew members. Even though the drivers have the motor coach there, uh, they don't stay in it overnight. Uh, motor coaches come in this evening. Uh, the driver, uh, the coach driver leaves. Uh, the car driver comes in the morning, goes to the motor coach, and pretty much stays there until it's time to go and start the race. I tell you, Nelson, what kind of, and, and we talked about it on telephone. I was amazed that, you know, Charlotte is known for their, their sweets. 
And I was trying to get a hold of somebody, and I was going to say they're going to allow five people in the suite or sit something. And, yeah, five people per suite. Yeah, and I was going to try to get a couple of tickets, you know, so Perry well, goes let, up. Let me that. I'm not sure if that's the suite or the condo. Yeah. I, and this year it was a condo. Yeah, I, I don't know exactly what, what the deal was, but, uh, you know. Well, in those suites, I wonder if they'll allow that to be catered. Like, I mean, aren't those normally catered? Yeah, but I, uh, as far as I know, the suites are not open. Ah, okay. I'm not saying there's not an exception, but uh, you're not going to have the corporate uh, bunch up there in the suite. Well, that's a lot of wasted space and... Man, we'd look good sitting up there, wouldn't we? <laughs> especially, especially when they got these good, the way they always do it. And Charlotte does a good job. A lot of these racetracks, you know, you got to take care of your sponsors and uh, the, mainly the press like us. And Well, they used to have that. Well, I'm not sure of the name. But is it the Speedway Club or the 600 Club or something? My Speedway wife went, Club, right. Yeah, my wife went to a wedding reception up there or something one time and uh, uh, or a baby shower. I don't know what it was. They had it rented out, but... Uh, you know, it's ultra classy, nice, and uh, well, if you're a member of the Speedway Club, uh, that's where you can go out uh, if you want to take your wife or girlfriend out to dinner. You go to the Speedway Club. You know, it's open uh, except for this uh, quarantine virus. It's open every day of the year. Yeah. Well, I just know we'd look good in it. <laughs> I mean, we really would. I mean, because you know, we like to see live racing. You know, the three of us and uh, a lot of other people. But I, I, well, Greg, I'm I, busy I, all day trying to kick people out of the bank. You you get all day to work on something like that for us. Well, I'm going to get us in somewhere. And, and, and Alan's wiring stuff up. He can't do it. You know, but we need, I mean, I'd like to be there too, especially if they've got them girls serving the, the wine and the beer and the hors d'oeuvres and they do a first class act. Oh, it was. I, I mean, I never got to go. I didn't even peek in the door, but I heard a lot about it. Yeah, I, I, I was lucky enough to get to to go up in that stuff and everything with the Hall of Fame. Yeah, with well, I imagine with the Hall of Fame, you did get to go up there. Yeah. Got anything else, Nelson? No, that was pretty much it. Okay, well, uh, thanks. What'd well, you say, Well, Nelson, we was talking about this, and these, these teams and stuff like that, you know, if these teams are not racing, they actually don't be, you know, the sponsors are not paying from what I can understand. So, you know, used to the the sponsors used to come on at first of the year and teams used to negotiate that. But now you see all these different race cars. Every week they might be a different color because of the got different sponsors for that race and stuff. So if these cars are not actually out on the racetrack, they're not actually make, taking in any money. So eventually these cars have got to get back out there. Yeah, Jack Rouse, we, I talked to him last week. And he comes on the show, and Jack, sharp guy, you know. Me and him didn't get along too good because he, he runs, he outrun me so bad. And, but it me and him good friends, he's a great guy. And I asked him what he's doing. He picks up the phone, yeah, Greg, what do you want? <laughs> I said, what are you doing? He said, sitting on the couch watching TV. What are you doing? <laughs> I said, well, I never done nothing anyway. Except Pastor and, 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 and tag along with Daddy. But uh, well, Jack's it, getting ready to be real busy. Oh, he's getting ready with it, and he's like Pinsky. I mean, he wants to be in there with it. Yeah. And uh, Cat in a hat? Uh, well, cat in a hat. But him and Pinsky, I, I admire all these people. You know, you can't argue with a record book. You know, 
on it like Daddy told one time. Says you keep trying to fuss about this. He said if we could, he said we can't even run one team much decent, much less two. But he said if you get off your ass and do something and go get us another team and everything, and he said and get us some young people in here. But uh, oh, I wouldn't do it. I mean, I, it, it, a lot of the, I have to take a lot of responsibility for some of that stuff. Well, well yeah. if you want more on that story, you can buy Greg's book. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Called, and, uh, uh, what is it called? Bud Moore's Right-Hand Man. Yeah, and believe it or not, Perry wrote it. I mean, they keep calling me an Arthur. I'm about to close to an Arthur. I mean, I do know a little bit about racing, but it actually is still in print and still sells a little bit. I mean, in, in Bud's book, obviously... I check on it, and, you know, it stays in the top 100 on email and all this stuff. But Perry's a good book writer. That's friend Will Cronkite. He, he, Will was looking for Perry. He wasn't looking for me. I got to talk to him, and me and him been friends and everything. He said, I need to talk to Perry. I said, well, I get uh, I, and Okay. Anyway. We'll get to that. Will, Will's time. a good guy. We want to have him on the show. Yeah, too. we're going to have Will Cronkite on the show. He is a, he's got a vast... Knowledge of auto racing and did a lot of it here in Spartanburg. Nelson, I appreciate you calling back in, buddy. Okay, good enough. We'll talk to you later. Okay, you, you keep listening and uh, call him at any time. Okay. All right, buddy. That's Nelson Crozier. Uh, no, um, let me touch on a few things here. Let me, uh, I went through the first, uh, I think, seven rows of the starting lineup, and I'm not going to read the whole thing, but I will skip through. And Now, this is... When they run the race on Wednesday at Darlington, they're going to take the line, the, the finishing rundown from the race tomorrow and start the race that way, except they're inverting the top 20. So the whoever finishes 20th tomorrow will be on the pole Wednesday night. I mean, this is they somebody's staying up real late coming up with this uh, well, imaginative. Uh, they, they did that a little bit in dirt racing. They uh, take the, you know... Oh, inverted stars is nothing new, well, but in the cup division it is. Well, <laughs> whenever you're in dirt racing, though, and you invert the first six, and you go from first to six, and you've only got 12 laps to come to the front, it does get exciting. Yeah, oh, it does. And, uh, and But here, 20, I mean, you know, if you was to put uh, first to 20th and tell him you got 12 laps to go to the front, then right. you've got a problem. Right. Well, and that's not exactly going to be the case, but... Uh, looking at some other names further down through the uh, through the lineup that I didn't touch on just now. I went through the first 14, but 15th is Martin Truex. 16th is Austin Dillon. Bubba Wallace is 17th. William Byron is 18th. Looking on down the line, I think I mentioned that Ryan Newman's 21st. Kurt Busch is 22nd. Ricky Stenhouse is 23rd. And looking on down the line here, see if any more. A couple of our rookies. Christopher Bell is 28th, and Tyler Reddick is 29th. And uh, that's about it for, uh, well, Daniel Suarez is back. He's uh, starting 37th in the Gaunt Brothers racing car. That's number 96. So there's 40 cars, and said it a million times and been very redundant, but that's uh, it's going to be something to see. Now, they added some more races. Uh, I think they've got a 20-race schedule now, so I can take a peek at that for you. Um, unfortunately, the schedule I'm looking at does not have the days of the week, but we know Darlington's tomorrow. Then they come back Wednesday for a 500-kilometer race. That's at 7.30 on, on FS1. 
Tamara Fox at 3.30, and they did name that race. I asked Carrie Tharp about that last week. It's called the Real Heroes 400. And I think the real heroes are your first responders. So it'll be good to honor them. And uh, I, I'm, I just drew a blank. The guy from Hootie and the Blowfish, what's his name? He's singing the national anthem. Um, pretty cool. Yeah, I can't think. It'll pop in my mind. He's a gamecock. I should know it. Um, then, then I said Wednesday at 730 on uh, FS1, the Darlington 500K. Then next Sunday, a week from tomorrow, is the Coca-Cola 600. That will be at 6 o'clock on Fox. That's the only one of these are going to qualify for. And um, I, I meant to ask, and I should have asked Nelson. I've had two cracks at it. I'm not sure when qualifying is. I don't know if it's going to be the morning of uh, the 600 or the day before. But we'll find that out before next week for sure. Then three days later, they're going to run to Charlotte 500K at 8 o'clock on FS1. So that's like the the last of these uh, seven races. Not all cup because we got trucks and Xfinity mixed in there too. Um, but that's the last one of, the, of this opening barrage. Uh, and then the next weekend, um, May 31st, they're going to run Bristol. And that's at 3.30 on FS1. See, they're trying to use these tracks that are in easy one-day driving distances. Um, there's a couple down here I really have my question about, but I'll get to that right now in a second. June the 7th, Atlanta. Uh, Greg, you might start thinking about getting the Atlanta guy on the show. Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, that'll, be, that'll be the Atlanta 500, and that's at 3 p.m. on Fox on June the 7th. Then I know this is a Wednesday race. It's June the 10th at Martinsville. So we're back to a midweek race, and that's at 7 o'clock on FS1, the Martinsville 500, June the 10th. And then that weekend, on June the 14th, now don't tell me this is one-day driving distance, because I lived there for 15 years. <laughs> it's the Homestead Dix- Dixie Vodka 400 at 3.30 p.m. On, um, on Fox. Now, Spartanburg to Miami, or Charlotte to Miami, is a one-day deal, but it is all day. And then we're going to get into the deal of uh, each crew member is going to drive. Yeah, that's uh, that's not well. They not may practical. have you know they may have to tweak this a little bit by yeah. by the time they take off. Man, I'd have trouble getting the racetrack, wouldn't I? Yeah, <laughs> and it's not even it's not <laughs> even I don't drive anymore. It's not even, uh, and he's got three cars. <laughs> and it, it's not even, um, uh, you know, it, it's it's like it's not even to Miami. It's the Homestead, which is another thirty miles past Miami. So, uh, I mean, Charlotte to Homestead, getting from uh, I-77 to I-95 will be a breeze, but that stretch of I-95 from about uh, uh, Columbia all the way to, uh, I'm sorry, from about Charleston or wherever it is. Well, I guess you go 77 to Columbia, 26 to 95, and then 95 to, to Homestead or to Miami, and um, that's a long ride. That's more than a day. Well, it, it is a day, but it's a long day. Okay. Um, then the next weekend... And you can do this within a day because it's exactly 300 miles from my driveway. And that's June 21st, the Talladega 500. And uh, obviously Talladega, that will be at 3 o'clock on Fox. And then the next weekend, you got back-to-back, as they were going to do anyway, at Pocono on June 27th and June 28th. I don't think these dates have changed. June, June uh, 27th is the Kids Free 325. Kids Free 325. That's the name of the race. 
And that's at 3 p.m. on MSNBC. And that's where they have, uh, that's when they switch over from Fox. So Talladega will end Fox. And Pocono will uh, will get, um, and Ronnie Black just uh, texted me and said, Darius Rucker. So that's the Hootie and the Blowfish guy. And thank you, Ronnie. Yeah, thank you, Ronnie. <laughs> I couldn't think of that. Uh, and then the next day on June the 28th at Pocono, they are going to run the Worry-Free Weather Guarantee 350. You know, real clever names for these races. Uh, that'll be at 3.30 p.m. on NB, uh, NBCSN. And I'll stop right here on July the 5th at Indianapolis as the Big Machine Vodka 400 at the Brickyard. That's at 3.30 p.m. on July the 5th, which took the place of going to Daytona on the 4th of July weekend. Well, my brother, he sent me a picture this week of, uh, you know, he works for Action Motorsports in the IMSA division. They get most of their motors from over there at Richard Childers Racing. He actually sent me a picture before he could even walk in Richard Childress Racing. They took his temperature and then give you a mask before you even walk in the garage area. I mean, you know, not the garage area, but, you know, their facilities over there. Uh, he went over and picked up some stuff. He texted me. He said their next race is going to be Daytona, 4th of July. So uh, now that we've lost NASCAR, 4th of July at Daytona, now we're going to pick up the IMSA division at Daytona. For the 4th of July, then two weeks later, they'll be going on down to Sebring. It's an interesting thing. That, that deal, Polk don't run it, which I don't want them to do it, you know, back to back. That's kind of a neat deal. Polk don't a crazy place. You think it, they think the racetrack's about four miles long because they're always going away from it. You've been on top of a truck. And I know Perry's been up there. It, 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 it seems bigger than two and a half miles. I mean, yeah. the car's about that big. You stand on, I don't know how to spot her, but I have to have a telescope. <laughs> I'm going to answer my own question here uh, because I said it last week because it got highlighted from last week's notes. The qualifying for the 600, which is on May the 24th, or the race is on May 24th at 6 o'clock. The qualifying is at 2.05 that afternoon. So they're going to pretty much go from qualifying to, uh, I don't know how much adjusting or inspecting they'll do between the two, but uh, that's the way they're going to do that qualifying and the 600 on the same day. So, uh, should have remembered that from last week. Let's take our last break, and then we'll come back and wing it to the finish line. And I'm going to sort of do a a tribute to, uh, it won't be mentioned in it, but a little Daryl Walter tribute here when we come back. You're listening to Start Your Engines. It's easy to jump on the internet and search for financial information. But what happens when you run into conflicting articles and need to separate fact from fiction? That is where Trent Lancaster can help. Trent is an investment professional at Janie Montgomery Scott, located in the Spartanburg office, who will take the time to answer all of your investment questions. He can help you develop a personalized financial planning strategy with the flexibility to adapt to your changing needs. Trent can also help you with estate planning, setting up trusts, income for retirement, and legacy planning for the next generation. Call Trent today for a complimentary portfolio review by calling 864-585-8282. That's 864-585-8282. Or visit TrentLancaster.com. Janie Montgomery Scott, LLC, member FINRA, NYSE, and SIPC. 
when John B. White Sr. opened the Beacon Drive-In in 1946, he probably couldn't have imagined email, the internet, or heck, even Morgan Square having a fountain. But I'll bet you Mr. White always envisioned the Beacon offering great food and tremendous service. And now, 70 years later, that tradition continues. You can't count on everything, but Spartanburg has always counted on the Beacon Drive-In for 70 years. That's decades of plenty. The Beacon, where the food is always good since 1946. Image Printing is the only shop in the upstate that prints signage, decals, banners, t-shirts, wide format printing, full color paper printing, and offers graphic design services all in-house. And now Image Printing is offering custom t-shirts with no minimum quantity. That's right. Image Printing now offers direct-to-garment printing, which means you can get your design printed on a t-shirt, whether you want one or 1,000. Visit Image Printing at 845 California Ave, across the street from the Spartanburg County Detention Center. Call 864-583-8848. Hey, this is Ryan Clary. Lately, I've been eating one home-cooked meal after another. I'm talking million-dollar spaghetti, Mexican lasagna, chicken tetrazzini. I can't cook at all, and my wife's a great cook, but she has a full-time job. So neither of us have time to feed our three little ones a home-cooked meal. Many of you listening can relate one way or another. Who has the time? Mama Sue's does. That's right. Mama Sue's on East Henry Street in Spartanburg has homemade meals daily for you to pick up, place an order online, or stop in at Mama Sue's. Also check out their $5 lunch specials. Mama Sue's, open Monday through Friday, 10 to 6. When it's hot and it's hot, there's only one thing better than water, ice. And Spartanburg Water has twice the ice with 12 convenient ice houses located around the county. Twice the ice is affordable. Get a 10-pound bag for $1.25 or a 16-pound bag or 20-pound bulk for $1.75. Twice the ice is never touched by human hands, never stored in a warehouse, and uses local water. And it's available 24 hours a day using cash, credit, or debit card. To find the twice the ice location near you, visit SpartanburgWater.org slash ice. So what if your roommate, we'll call him Einstein, decides to microwave a metal bowl full of cookie dough and sets your apartment on fire? Yep, State Farm has an agent for that. See State Farm agent Cliff Gobert in Spartanburg for auto, renters, frankly, all kinds of insurance. Cliff's got your back. So call Cliff Gobert today at 597-1200. That's 597-1200. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Cliff Gobert, State Farm Insurance, East Main Street in Spartanburg. I've seen the bookmarks on your computer. Gmail, Google. Where are we? Why are we not bookmark worthy? Go away. Don't talk to me. I hope your car radio explodes. Okay, I take it back. But please, bookmark SpartanburgSportsRadio.com. Perry's over here pushing a few bold buttons, and uh, we're going Large and small, some of those tracks have faded into memory. Here's Perry Allen Wood with another Silent Speedways of the South Minute. This is Perry Allen Wood with another Silent Speedway of America. One of the most famous of all Silent Speedways is the half-mile asphalt at the Nashville Fairgrounds known as Nashville Speedway. From 1958 to 1984, the Grand National and Winston Cup drivers raced there 42 times with a list of winners reading like a who's who of the sport. Joe Weatherly won the first one on April 10, 1958 in a Ford, followed the next three decades by Rex White, local Jolie Johnson, Johnny Beauchamp, Jim Pascal won three in a row, Richard Petty, Dick Hutcherson, David Pearson, Bobby Isaac, Cale Yarborough, 
Buddy Baker, Benny Parsons and Bud Morris Ford, Dale Earnhardt and Bud Morris Ford, Daryl Waltrip, and the final on July 14, 1984 by Jeff Bodine. Today, October 2nd, 2010, will be the last race of any kind at the historic Old Speedway when its silence will become permanent. And that's another Silent Speedway of America. Terry's book is available online. Visit McFarlandPub.com and type in Silent Speedways to place your order today. Well, that would have worked a lot better if I'd had all the buttons pushed right. And uh, but anyway, I, I, we may use a few more of those. But that was that one was for Daryl since uh, he's up there in the six one five area code in uh, Nashville Speedway. You see how old that was? Yes. Did you hear it said October twentieth, two thousand ten today? So that that was almost ten years old. Uh, ten years ago, I did that. Um, let's look at a couple of other things here. We've got about thirteen and thirteen minutes to go. Quickly looking at the cup standings in case you forgot, and you probably did. Uh, Kevin Harvick is leading the standings um, by a point over Joey Logano. Chase Elliott is third. Alex Bowman fourth, who's on the front row tomorrow. Jimmy Johnson is fifth, and he's got a good start. Ryan uh, Blaney is sixth. Kyle Larson is seventh, and I think we can expect Kyle to drop pretty fast out of the standings. Uh, Eric Almirola is eighth. Matt D. Benedetto is ninth, and Brad Keselowski's tenth. Easy for me to say. We haven't even talked about Xfinity today, but um, their point standings, Harrison Burton is first, Chase Briscoe is second, Austin Sendrick third, Brandon Jones fourth, Ross Chastain is fifth, and we'll go all the way down the line here to find Jeremy Clements in 25th. Now, they will race Tuesday night. They'll race Tuesday night. Um, thought I had their schedule here, but it's Tuesday night, and it'll probably be about 7.30. I should know exactly, but I don't. Um, so the Xfinity cars will be at Darlington on Thursday. I mean, on Tuesday, sorry. Uh, the trucks. The truck standings. Um, Austin Hill is first. Johnny Sauter is second. Ben Rhodes is third. Brett Moffitt fourth. Sheldon Creed is fifth. And they will run, not at Darlington, but they will have one of the races at um, Charlotte. I think it will be, I'll know for sure next week, and I've got it over here, but I've already put it away. I think that will be like the Tuesday after, uh, the Tuesday or Wednesday after the uh, the 600, somewhere in there. Because they've got Xfinity and they've got another cup race at Charlotte on Wednesday. Um Talked a little bit about Formula One last week. They're in big trouble. They've already canceled races. And uh, right now, as far as we know, if they can pull it off, and it's going to be a real tough pull, they're going to try to race in Austria on July the 5th. Uh, That would be a big weekend with uh, Indianapolis here in the United States running. uh, uh, Then they're going to try to go to Silverstone, England, two weeks later uh, for the British Grand Prix. On August 2nd, they want to be in Hungary. And on August the 30th, they're shooting for uh, the Belgian Grand Prix. September 6th, Monza. And we'll skip on down here to uh, uh, October 25th, which would be two days. No, I'm sorry. I was going to say something else. October 25th would be the U.S. Grand Prix in Austin, Texas. If they have any of those races, it might be a minor miracle. 
Well, I hear they're trying to start up Greenville Pickens over here and uh, go and let a few fans in over there on that back straightaway over at Greenville Pickens. You know, they're going to let people come and stay in their cars, kind of like uh, our churches are doing right now. You know, as long as you stay in your car and you park over on the back straightaway at Greenville Pickens, you can actually still watch the race over there. Well, but uh, don't get me wrong, they are actually selling them parking places right now. So, first come, first serve on the parking. Yeah, there are, I, I saw driving in, uh, I guess it was yesterday, driving around town that... Uh, First Baptist Church is holding holding services at Barnett Park. Barnett Park. Uh, they'll spread everybody out and uh, park in their normal parking places uh, at the church and just walk across uh, Henry. Is it? That's not. That's uh, whatever street. Saint John. Saint John. Okay, Indianapolis. Indy cars. Greg was asking about that a while ago, and I told him that I was uh, Jonesing for Indianapolis last night, so I had to watch to please a lady with Clark Gable and uh, Barbara Stanwyck. Fantastic movie. Great movie. You know who Clark Gable's crew chief was? Will Gear, who was the grandpa on the Waltons. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> I, we got to get together, and, and, and I've got some of these movies, but you go back and look at them, and Perry remembers them just like that, and, and I do once he kind of reminds me. But there's a lot of neat stuff. I mean, uh, it, it, we got to live in the future and everything, but... It's like well, Greg Feldman always said, you can't turn your back on history. Well, we're so we're so history oriented here. I mean, we we are heavily into history. All right, Indianapolis, they're going to start their season. I mentioned last week on June the sixth in Fort Worth, as Texas Speedway at uh, the Genesis six hundred, and as I said last week, I feel certain that's probably six hundred K, but it doesn't say that. It says six hundred. Um, same people that own the Charlotte Speedway that has a 600, so maybe it is 600 miles. Who knows? I'll find out. June the 21st at Elkhart Lake. June the 27th in Richmond. They haven't been to Richmond in a long time. I don't have the TV uh, listings here, but uh, a lot of these I think are probably going to be on NBC, and I'll have that by the time we get to it. July 4th. Now, we mentioned uh, racing on July 5th at Indianapolis. Though on July 4th is the... Uh, uh, they're going to run the Indy cars on the road course. So, <coughs> excuse me. I think what you've got is Indianapolis on the road course on July 4th and Xfinity maybe the same day or the next day, and I'll find that out. Okay? And let's move over here to the uh, the WeatherTech Sports Car Championship. With uh, They've already run at Daytona. They're planning to try to do uh, May 30th at Belle Isle. That's in Detroit. June 28th at Watkins Glen for a six-hour race. And uh, July 5th in Bowmanville, and that's up in Canada. And we'll touch more on that later. Well, uh, as far as our local racing, if anybody wants to go out and see some of our local racing, we're going to have a lot going on at Cherokee Speedway tonight, Harris Speedway tonight, and Traveler's Rest Speedway. So, uh, don't get me wrong, uh, if can't watch it. They gate on Facebook and uh, also gate on uh, Speed 51. Speed 51 is a local channel. I mean, not a local channel, but once you buy the charter membership there, you can watch uh, races on it. Like, uh, say, tonight it's going to be $10 for a Cherokee Speedway. That's actually the price of admission over there for most of the people going in over there for the public. So People just got to, you know, you can't go through life. 
completely scared. And Perry's got a lot tougher skin. I got Perry's been in harm's way, and uh, I mean he and he. he I was in harm's way just now when that cough snuck up on me. (laughs) That 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 baby came out of nowhere, and I apologize for that. But I got a pocket full of cough drops and a drink here. But I that one just had too many words in a row, and had a. My engine missed a little, there a little bit, but uh, I'm sorry, Greg. Go ahead. We got five minutes. Anyway, now Perry, I told him I said you got to get. I mean, how in the heck would I get to a racetrack? I mean, <laughs> you get us some sweets, and I'll get you to the racetrack. And well, we'll and, and we'll walk in uh, six feet apart if that'll make them happy. What, whatever, but one of these close races, something they got to eventually open something up because you know we've been in a pit. Perry's been. In a, Indianapolis more than anybody, and that's a cool place. I still want Ford on the show. I ain't gave up on him. You know? oh, well, I, I tell you what, we we tried so hard to get him last year, and you got to go through so many people. You do. And talk to this secretary and that secretary's secretary. And, uh, you know, if, if AJ, if he knew who it was that wanted to talk to him, you know, I, I think he'd come on. But, you know, it's, it's getting through all the people and convincing them to even mention it to him. But, uh, you know, maybe you could go through, uh, who's your buddies up there in Pennsylvania? Carrie, uh, with, uh, with Coastal 181. She's she got yeah. everybody's phone number. Yeah, that's right. That's right. I need to call her anyway. Well, get her on the show. Because, you know, one, one thing, uh, uh, we, we was scheduled or you know, about the book thing, and we, us and Yates and everything, it snowed right here on Spartanburg, me and Perry sitting there. We were going to be like guests of honor up there, or, or among the guests that were, were going to have some stage time and sit there. And uh, Was that like three or four years ago? The only day it snowed all year long was, the, mor- was we- the morning we had our flight. <laughs> and, and, uh, and we couldn't have got out. We couldn't have got out. If we'd have got up there, we couldn't have got home for a week. Because they really had a blizzard up there. I mean, they, they really did. But that, me and Perry were disappointed on that. But uh, well, you got as if you got to take the lumps. You know, live in this world and everything. Well, it's, it's the greatest country in the world. It's going to be uh, said it to death during this show. But I'm telling you what, if you want some interesting television, tune to Channel 12 or you know at uh, the Fox affiliate. Here in Spartanburg and around the world, people are listening to us all over. Uh, maybe my son's listening on the ship in the Persian Gulf. But um, tune in to Fox tomorrow at 3.30 and you're going to see something that nobody's ever seen before. Because this has never been done and it's something dangerous and something exciting. And it'll be talked about ad nauseum the next day until they, until they do it again Tuesday. Yeah, I think it's going to be exciting. Ratings are going to be good. Uh, what do you say? Three thirty down Fox. Three thirty on Fox tomorrow afternoon. You got anything there, uh, Alan? The last minute or two? Well, I'm getting Texas, uh, Jade and them down there at Lake Greenwood. They uh, moving the camper out. We're gonna move a big trailer in down there. But uh, hopefully, we're gonna get all this situation straightened out. We're gonna get back to some racing over here at our local tracks. But I'd like to thank everybody that's uh, Randy and Joey. Uh, Heard them coming out of Lowe's. They've been listening to us on radio last weekend. They listen to us every week. Uh, also, like thank the old boys I eat breakfast with. They they listen to us every week. And uh, 
Now that we're going to get back to some racing, we're going to have to put gun smoke on hold for a little while. <laughs> now, now, when you eat breakfast, do you have to yell across the table at each no, other? We, we sit in the trucks. We we did, we we have to go through the drive-through. We sit in the trucks with the windows rolled down. We kind of look over at each other. You know, how about that? How about that? How many years did we do that deal? Me, me, you, Ray Harris, and you know there was about three or four of us. And we was always up there like at 6 o'clock in the morning. Oh, and yeah. We, we was up here. Papa Sam's up here. And I looked over there, and y'all would be sitting at table 15, and I was sitting at table 11. Uh, we was all right there but, together, and we were talking to each other. I, I miss that. That was a lot of fun. Uh, it really was. It, it's always fun to be with you guys. Fun to be with Perry, my family. These race drivers are great. Well, we, Darlington, they go, that, I don't know if nobody's not going to look at it. Yeah, we're gonna have to watch it. It's gonna be exciting. Well, you, it's, that's your it's your assignment, boys, because we're gonna talk about this thing next week, and it's gonna be talked about. I can tell you that we've uh, we've had sort of a freewheeling show here. It was great to have Daryl Waltrip. He's always a fantastic guest. We had uh, two shots of uh, Nelson Crozier. He's always welcome to call in with breaking news. We may have to get him some breaking news music or something like the like when they come on with a bulletin on television and um roll tide terry called in ronnie we miss you you contributed to the show uh coming up with darius rucker's name when i went blank and uh we uh we'll come back and do it again next week so uh just uh everybody keep your distance play by the rules because they've got a uh, um you know certain things we got to be doing right now and we want to do what we're supposed to do so uh Everybody stay healthy, stay safe, and keep your distance, watch the races, and keep it between the fences. You've been listening to Start Your Engines. Tune in each Saturday morning at 10 during the season for the very latest in auto racing news, interviews, and guests from around the sport. To find out more or order Perry Allen Wood's books on motorsports, visit McFarlandBooks.com. Start Your Engines has been a presentation of Fox Sports Spartanburg, LLC. All rights reserved. We are we're now on FM. Hear all of our programming at 98.3, Fox Sports 1400, WSPG Spartan.